Hey guys, this is Level Up, the podcast designed to help you win at work and make you master of your money. I'm your host, Jen Simons, and today I'd like to introduce you to the VP for people at the company that I work for, the company that publishes this podcast, Uploan. Check us out at UploanPH on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. You can also connect with me at Level Up with Jen on Instagram. Our VP for people is Flor Sagid. This lady has a decade of experience in developing people, and she's the definition of grace under pressure. In fact, she was our first guest on this show. You can check out our conversation at uploan.ph podcasts or follow us wherever you're listening now. When we interviewed her for our first show, we were in a bit of a rush because right after our interview, she had to meet with our executive team about a trial of our work from home scenario because of this strange new coronavirus that had just been identified as a major threat. The rest is history as you know. But before the pandemic, Flora described HR as a service job. job really revolves around being like customer service people for for employees and team members like in any organization i think that's the goal um being able to cater to like everything that your team needs the employees need or even preempt like the things that they're going to need um programs benefits everything um making sure that they're happy within the team so it's actually one of the reasons why we changed the name of the team from HR, like the usual human resources department, to people team. So we want to make sure we're more approachable. So I think, yeah, that's part of it. We always just a lot of time drop everything and be able to talk to people when they have concerns. I, I just got married two weeks ago, but I feel like a mom for the last five years, to be <laughs> honest. So I think that that's innate eh, when you're in HR. Um, like I think that's, that's, that's the word I'm looking for, support. As in, we're the support system. We're like the backbone of the entire business. So pretty much, we want to cover everything that the entire team needs. Um, and I think one of the things that people have been doing recently is just, like you mentioned, go beyond compliance, go beyond the books, and be able to provide um, out-of-the-box ideas for wellness for, for employees. Firas checked in with her recently to ask. How do you think HR has changed because of the pandemic or since the start of the pandemic? Mm, I think it helped us become more creative uh, on how we can reach out to our employees, to our to the people, the people we serve, the employees. We basically came to a point where we know you guys are scattered everywhere in the city, in, in the country even. Um, how do we make sure that you guys feel the engagement, you guys feel the kind of service that people deserves um, to each and every employee? So, you know, I think not just us in Aplon, but I guess like all HRs in different countries in the Philippines and around the world have gotten so much more creative. They've really thought of things out of the box to be able to implement these things and make employees feel, you know, that we absolutely care that we're here for everyone, especially during the pandemic. You may recognize her voice from the Underpaid podcast on Podcast Network Asia because she is 
actually the Madame HR on that show. So Firas asked her, If you get to tell people one thing about HR, what would that be? We get asked a lot about HR just really admin and management and kanang kamay for your management yeah. but we just do things that you know the business requires that relates to people and manpower i would say it's not um our best interest is really to make or, or to help employees have a really great working experience for employees to find and be satisfied in the kind of growth they can have in, in whatever company they're in. Like for us in Uplone, we try to find ways to make sure that people can be heard and that people have the voice to actually, you know, change and, and enhance their own um, work experience in a certain company. We're not just there to implement things from top down. We're basically all around. We're the ears and eyes of employees for them to be able to see and understand what the company wants to happen for all their people and for their own growth. I would say people would, you know, would have to understand what, what we do. It's not as simple as bringing people in and making sure they stay and perform. It's also for them to, you know, really get to feel the kind of culture and growth that they can have within an organization. And it's not easy to do, <laughs> but it's fun. HR teams are now very involved in everybody's like mental, yes. like personal mm -hmm. wellness. Yes. So that's got to be super challenging. Yeah. I think it's not even just HR. I think globally, it's been like mandate already to be able to provide um, available resources for people to, to look up to when they are, for example, feeling down, do they have to consult anyone. It's a bit of a taboo still in our region, to be honest. But I think having to have channels like HR to push people and make them aware is just a really good channel. Yeah, I think to make it to, how do you call it, to regularize yes. something like anxiety, mm -hmm. which, I mean, come on, everybody yeah. experiences mm -hmm. that. It's super important. Mm -hmm. It almost seems like a prediction. <laughs> Back then, she dropped some wisdom about how to start a wellness program in your workplace that might be helpful to you now as you plan for 2022. You can hear all of her advice on our first episode from season one, but here's a good place to begin. First step would actually be looking at your headcount, looking at your your manpower and see where could the wellness program revolve around. Okay, because in every office, right, I'm sure there is a range mm -hmm. of ages of team members and demographics they are yeah. different. Mm -hmm. Is there, is our survey something that you would recommend? Or is that just kind of like, mm -hmm. did, have you gotten satisfactory results from surveys in the past? Mm -hmm. So surveys work depends on one frequency, the questions you ask and um, how often you look at it. So frequency number one, because having to send it to people like too often might mm -hmm. result to just frustration. You keep asking them what they want, but you can't, prov you can't provide it to them as fast as the next survey. Uh -huh. That's going to create frustration. So that's one frequency. And then the questions you ask, make sure it leads to something more specific where you can get quality answers. And then the survey, of course, um, it has to be targeted. If you can, depending on your manpower, depending on your demographics, if you can have like more specified questions per team, 
or per cluster, that's better. So those are things that you can start doing to get ideas on, on wellness. Uplone ran our own survey on employee interests and concerns, and almost 15,000 people answered it! I'm so excited about sharing the results with you next month. We will have PMAP Chair for Wellness and Engagement, Julia Robilios, on once more to help inspire you as you plan for a better year of wellness coming up. Q4 is about to begin in a few short weeks, so be sure to follow us wherever you're listening now so you don't miss any advice from our amazing, inspiring guests. And why not tell a friend about this episode if you liked it? Until next month, keep your head up, baby. You got this.